Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it and going? And Sean, our audio engineer. Assholes. <laughs> Sean, what what could you possibly be referring to? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's let's. What a week! We had a great week. Do you want to talk about the week first, or do you want to talk about the voting? Dick, let's talk about the week let's first. Let's talk about the week first. It was very exciting. We recorded our first ever live, the biggest problem in the universe show at YouTube Studios in Los Angeles, and the turnout was incredible. Excellent turnout. Which thank you to everybody who came out. You guys were awesome. You're welcome. And, well, I did come out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, and and we had a 100% turnout rate. Everybody who, who RSVP'd, and then we had a, a few extras as well, which is unheard of. Usually when people RSVP to things, they flake. Yeah. And they did not for our show. Yeah. They showed up on time, they left on time, and then a few stuck around for drinks afterwards. In fact, the only problem uh, with the audience was that Maddox was going to give them all T-shirts to thank <laughs> them for coming, except he left all of the T-shirts at his house before we went to the studio to tape. So everybody got nothing. Yeah, there's a big stack of them to your right, Dick. They're right over there. Yeah, well, you know, um, there's, uh, there, that gives people an incentive to come to the next show. And me an incentive to bring them. So we'll see if I remember. Look, it was an awesome show. We didn't know how it was going to go when we went into it. I, I uh, it was a, Well, you did, of course. Yeah. It was a new format. And I think the people at YouTube had their minds blown, quite honestly. Like, I'm speaking frankly. I'm, that's not hyperbole. I received a lot of compliments from really jaded people. And that's the best. Uh, th- those are the best type of people to receive compliments from. If they're really jaded, they've seen it all, they've done it all. There were other productions in the space that whole week, that whole month, and they said ours ran the smoothest by far. We actually wrapped on time. We said 4, 4 p.m. out, and we finished at 4 p.m., which is another thing that's fucking unheard of. We're a well-oiled machine, baby. We nailed it. And it was awesome. Yeah, and the, the show's coming awesome. live. We're going to sh- be posting the show on the website. We're not sure if we're going to do it in lieu of an, a regular episode, probably in addition to the regular episode. Yeah, I don't yeah know. because it's a video format, yeah. um, and the guests were incredible. This was an awesome, awesome show all around. You guys are going to love it. Uh, so we, probably look for that the first or second week of January, probably the second. We got to edit it. I can't wait to do that. And I'm going to say, I'm going to call it now. I think there's going to be something controversial. Oh yeah. In this show. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say what I think it's gonna be. I'm uh-huh. just gonna say right now. We're gonna get more into it as we approach the live show, but yeah. there's something controversial about it. Yeah. Speaking of controversial dick, <laughs> last week Hunger, <laughs> Hunger won. <laughs> the yeah! biggest it didn't win, but it was the one with the most <laughs> oh, votes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm tired I, of explaining that. Can I have a minute? Yeah. I uh, don't wanna I you know, I usually play my song. Yeah. But I, I don't wanna do that this time. I wanna play a, a totally different song. Great. Because it's Christmas. Awesome. We wish you a Maddox Lossmas. Fuck we you. We wish you a Maddox Lossmas. <laughs> what does that mean? We wish you a Maddox Lossmas. Because its problems were dumb. Let's dumb. hope that Sean won't delete it again. Yeah, thanks, Sean. That's right, Maddox Lossmas and Dick one again. <laughs> a bunch of horse shit that fucking song was. Happy Maddox Lossmas. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What does that even mean? Lostmas? I, I don't know, dude. It's it's Christmas. Yeah, thanks. We're real, uh, real in the spirit, dick. <laughs> this is what I get. This is what I get instead of gifts from my friends. Nothing. Which is uh, coincidentally what you're getting. And then followed by um, Audio Engineers Deleting Podcasts. Uh, dick, your impromptu problem that you brought in last week really scored well. Uh, the second highest problem. Sean, do you have any comments on that on that problem? 
Look, I held off. <laughs> I, I held off Dick's impending cirrhosis at least another day. So all right, you're welcome. All right. Yeah, and then followed by gourmet dog food, which scored in the negatives. Good, because it wasn't a problem. You don't think you guys don't think it's a problem? No. So, so Dick, I wait actually, a minute. I have more. I didn't want to bring up the Sean thing, but I have a bunch of comments oh, on no. it since he was. So, yeah, no, I just I just want to read them real quick. Yeah. Jay McDonald, hearing that Sean deleted the podcast was one of the funniest things I've heard on this show so far, and this show is hilarious every week. All right, that's complimentary. David Lugo, also the title on the website should read "New Episodes Every Tuesday," unless Sean deletes them. <laughs> Craig Cunningham, <laughs> at least all the people asking for Sean to bring in a problem got their wish. Uh, Ribanita Stankavicius, I don't understand how the podcast was lost. Deleted files go into the recycle bin or trash unless you press shift delete. Uh, and then a bunch of other technical stuff. Not yeah. when you delete them directly from Pro Tools. From Pro Tools, And I'm not yeah. talking about the timeline. Yeah. So that's what happened. Because yeah, everyone so. was asking. Yeah, because Pro Tools doesn't have some kind of delete buffer. No, if you look, do if you, a permanent delete. I'll tell you really quickly how I did it. Okay. okay. I pulled the tracks into a mix session. I have different mix templates I use because things are routed and certain compressors and EQs and all that shit are there. Blah, blah, oh, okay. blah. Anyway, um, pulled them into the timeline. Got up for a second, thought that they were still the old ones because what happens is that the session saves every audio file, so you get this gargantuan session. So I don't need the old ones because they're already mixed down. I have all the tracks elsewhere. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I highlighted them. I hit delete like you would. That <laughs> yeah. doesn't delete I them, though. We got then a screenshot. Like you would. Yeah. Then I know two keyboard shortcuts that no engineer in his right mind should know. Yeah, and it's select unused. No, and don't delete don't unused. tell them. No, uh, we don't no, want to no. spread this poison. Yeah, <laughs> other audio That's engineers. That's what I did, and in three seconds they were gone. Yeah, oh, man. you know, you know that person Brutal. who said, yeah, that person who said that uh, they were asking for Sean to bring in a problem. Uh, it, technically, Sean didn't bring in a problem. Sean was the problem. So, uh, you, Sean, we still want you to bring in a problem at some point in the in the in the future when your uh, when your crazy schedule dies down. Well, this one isn't you know in the box yet. So, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this is the last true. comment, and I I, I don't want to bring it up again after everything. Uh, Kenny X Styles says, Dick, I don't know if there's a support group for audio engineers who delete audio files, nor do I think one should exist. One fuck-up for 31 episodes is pretty acceptable considering Maddox's Dick versus Dick segment proves how much of a flaky, contradicting ass clown you can be. Oh, I should have read that one first. <laughs> you should have You're read getting that. close to more fuck-ups than Bush. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think the point is it is definitely not acceptable to delete one out of 31 podcasts. Okay. And I don't want you, I, do, I know you agree with that, Sean. Okay. I don't want it to seem like that's, like you think it's acceptable to do that, right? No. And yeah. I, I've okay, never, I've, and I've never done it with anything important, so. You guys, no. you, okay, <laughs> fuck, you. fuck you, Sean. This is bullshit. Okay, guys, we've, we've, uh, we've browbeat Sean enough here. Um, I, I want to go back to the problems, Dick, that everybody apparently thought that uh, gourmet dog food wasn't a problem. It's not. Um, Dick, I have a new segment uh, oh, based cool. on based on his comment that you said last uh, last episode, let's uh, let's hear this new segment. Dick, it's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> what a drag. <laughs> what is truth? What is fiction? <laughs> Dick doesn't know. Long, I think. <laughs> yeah. Dick. <laughs> oh, I don't know, full Dick. Of shit. Did you mean to do that? Dick doesn't know yeah, Dick? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. good. And you're full of shit. How come all of my produced segments sound like 
like they have other people and sound professional, and all yeah. of yours just are you. Because I just make them, Dick. I don't pay other people just make segments for me. I just fucking do them. Um, so that's the, that's the new segment. It's called Dick's Full of Shit. Right. And you remember, Dick, I don't know if you remember in the last episode, you said this about dog gourmet dog food and, and regular uh, dog food. Here's what you said. Okay. What do you mean, Dick? What do you mean they're feeding them other pets? That's what dog, dog food is other dogs. You can splurge and not have to know that you're feeding your dog other euthanized dogs. Okay. Yeah, um, that's true. No, it's not true. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. fucking not true because I have a study I- from the FDA. FDA actually did this study because a lot of people a lot of people were, were believing this urban legend like you, apparently. Okay. So the FDA did the study. They said in order to determine if you were complaining that pentobarbital was found in pet food, right? Which is something that they use to euthanize pets in pet stores and that's what you that's how you concluded that they were feeding dogs other dogs well that logical progression is false but yeah i will agree with both of those things there's there is euthanized dogs in dog food there's roadkill in dog food and there is phenobarbital in dog food okay well you're wrong um they checked uh, they checked the for phenobarbital in uh, it's actually pentobarbital in uh, in in pet food and they found that it's down to two parts per billion of pentobarbital in dry dog food so that's there is. less that's less than what you find in our water supply our There's own also human water dead supply animals in our water supply what do you, what do you mean so it is there Two parts per billion, Dick. That's that's non-existent. That's that's residue that you'd find anywhere else. You could find that's like finding uh, cyanide in apple seeds. Yeah, it exists, but it's non. It's it's a non-issue. It's non-existent. And here's another here's another uh, thing about uh, the 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 ground up uh, dogs. Wait, and, are you done with cats. that that part? No, no, that hold study? on. Let me okay, let me get through ahead. this real quick. Um, they said all samples from the most recent dog food survey that tested positive for pentobarbital, as well as a subset of samples that tested negative were examined for the presence of remains derived from dogs or cats. Okay. The results demonstrated a complete absence of material that would have been derived from euthanized dogs or cats. In dry dog food? Yeah. So a there's, complete there's absence not there. there. You know, man, it sure sure sounds like you got me. Yeah. Doesn't it? It does. Uh, looks like I'm a little out of my league here, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Einhorn, good work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this one small uh, thing, one little <laughs> detail yeah. you might have failed to miss. Maddox, do you know what an appendix is? Yeah. I don't mean the one in your body. Okay, I sure. mean like in the, in the case of a study. Yes, I'm a published author. Right. <laughs> At the bottom, they have a little thing called an appendix, uh-huh. an innocuous little word, yeah. right? Yeah. But sometimes, if you want to be thorough with studies, you have to click on it. Okay. You have to follow up with things and sure. see how they made this study. Sure. You know, what questions did they ask to find if people were more concerned about their own food or their pet's food. What, when they researched dog food, for example, yeah. where did they get this food? They what, got it. They, what kind of a sampling was made of food to get these results? It's interesting that you bring in that study yeah. because mm-hmm. I happen to have the appendix uh-huh. with me. Okay. Let me read from the top. Let's hear it. You know, it's not often that you see an entire sentence in capital letters on a government website, mm-hmm. but this one happens to be. Yeah. From the appendix of that study, sure. in all caps... These results need to be understood within the following context. Sampling was non-representative. Samples were purchased from retail outlets in the Laurel Madison area only. Dry dog foods with certain animal-derived ingredients were sampled. This selection pattern meant that the samples were not representative of dog food nationally or even locally. Well, it, how is it possible that it's not representative of dog food locally if they took a sample from the local supply? It says specifically 
This means this study is invalid to draw conclusions on dog food nationally or locally. Dick, it's obviously not because they derived conclusions from them and they published them in the FDA. They don't, the FDA is not in the business of publishing studies on non-data. They published studies on the data and I looked into it. They, However, they, the FDA also says this about this study. Yeah. The concentration of pentobarbital, if present in any U.S. pet food, may be different than the findings of these surveyed. These results apply only to the specific lots analyzed. Why would they say this study means nothing? Because, Dick, they didn't say this study means nothing because they published it. If the study meant nothing, they wouldn't have published it. What they said, Dick, is that they're, they're scientists. They're trying not to mislead people. They're, not, they're trying to just explain that, yes, this isn't a national sample. But what, do you think that, that uh, uh, food, dog food suppliers, like very wildly all across the country, some of them do euthanize pets and some of them don't? Here's yes. the thing, Dick. No, Dick, because here's, here's where the majority of uh, dog and cat food comes from. It's rendered animals like that we eat right Cat, cattle and chickens and pork the the pieces that we don't eat the stuff mm-hmm. that they usually put in hot dogs it's mostly that it's, it's mostly, mostly that right that's mostly the 50 percent of the cow that it's illegal to feed humans right that's what it's dog not, food is it's not that it's illegal they it just, is it is absolutely illegal to feed those parts to people what parts Half of the cow. I don't fucking know. I'm you, not a farmer. If you own a cow, you can eat as much or as little of it as you, you want. You can't sell it to people to eat, though, you dickhead. Of we, course, uh, you can eat it yourself. You can, what's, uh, name one cattle part that you can't buy in a butcher store. Tell me one one cattle part that they you won't sell you. You can't serve it to people and say, this is meat. You can do whatever you want with it. You can take hoofs and make no, a broth out of it if you want. And you have to say, this was made out of hooves. Yeah. You can't but say, it's not here's illegal. a meat slurry. It's not fucking illegal. No. You're full of shit. It is Let totally illegal, no, you shithead. Yes, it no, is. No, it isn't. It's illegal to take an entire cow, put it in a blender, and then say, this is a hamburger. You what? have to take the meat off the cow to do that. You can explain what's in it, and the consumer has the choice to buy it. You can't mislead illegal. them. No, it's no not way. illegal. According no, to what, cite a law, dickhead. You're full of shit. I'm calling you on I'm it. not going to pretend to cite a law. You can look it up. There's a Slate article that has the whole thing of um, of serving euthanized dogs I as pet I read food. that article and Go not ahead. a single source. Hey, Dick, did you check the appendix for that article? No, I'll answer that for you because it doesn't exist. I read that exact same article, Maddox, Dick. you can't get these people on anything. They don't have to say if it's for pet food that it's euthanized pets. That's the point. It's not a law. They don't have to say anything. Dick, but it, if where are the pets going then? Of course they're going into the food. No, they're Because not. they have tons and tons of dead pets. It's what not. are they going to do? Just eat it as a loss? No. No, they, they're going to feed it to your fucking dogs. No, they, they incinerate a lot of them, Dick. Why? They don't put, Why would they do that when they can just sell it? They Because they don't put dogs into dog food. That's an urban legend. And this, this study, if you, you know, if you were so, so busy reading the appendix, you, you missed this little detail. Because the sensitivity of this method they, 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 they tested is 0.005% on a weight by weight basis. That is, the method can detect a minimum of five pounds of rendered remains in 50 tons of finished feed. Presently, it is assumed that the pentobarbital residues that are entering pet foods from euthanized, rendered cattle, or even horses. That's where it's coming from, not from fucking dogs. You're full of shit, Dick, and I called you on it. I made my point. You you said things. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure you made a point. I made my point. Uh, The shit dog food is full of charcoal and ash at, at a minimum. I you think, have would no you evidence. agree with that? No evidence. Maddox, they're not putting it on the label because it's bad for business. There is no laws requiring them to put this shit on the label, so they don't. Well, then why would the FDA test this stuff, Dick? I, be, I don't know. Food I don't know dr- why they would do it's that. It's the Food why and Drug they, Administration. Why would, they, why would they test it at all? 
Because because of urban legend idiots like you. You guys are like worried about dog The FDA being- goes around proving urban legends wrong. Hey, the government ha- went out having to prove Why didn't they DNA wrong on test 9/11? the fucking tr- trout of Turin then? A lot of people think that's a uh, religious relic. Because that doesn't affect public health. But the FDA, the, the government went out and tested truther claims about 9-11 because there was enough of them. Yeah. And same thing here. Same thing. They tested, they, they said, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's placate these idiots. Let's get a, b- a bag of dog food and just test it. Full of shit. Look, I, uh, okay. That's, that's full of shit. So you, you think it's totally ridiculous that a corporation is going to say, oh, it's illegal for me to process all these carcasses into food, but it's not illegal to ship them out of state and do it and then ship them back in and I don't have to tell anyone I did it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. That's how they work. Yeah, well, Dick, uh, the, the entire study, if you, had, if you had read the entire study— I read you, that entire study. The yeah. guy sent it to both of us. Yeah, and did you read the part where it says that e- they found even trace amounts of pentobarbital in dog food actually extended their lives? Did you read that part? That has nothing to do with what Your we're talking about. case last time was that this shit was unhealthy, and— Of course it's unhealthy. Dick, uh, Let me is- just read you this—fine, uh, fine. let me just read you this email. Yeah. You, it, it's, you're saying it's not unhealthy to eat garbage? Dick, obviously not. If they did a test and they found that the dogs are living longer, and Dick, by the way, that's that's asinine. Yeah, that you know feeding what's asinine, dogs Dick? garbage. You know what makes asinine? them live longer? Why don't you eat it then, Maddox? Start eating fucking dog food. We you don't do. care about expensive I steaks have. or cheap steaks. Just start eating handfuls <laughs> of pedigree, you motherfucker. Yeah, guess what? And it'll be full of dogs apparently. Right? Start Dick? eating bachelor chow. Dick, here's the thing. Here's it's not full problem. of dogs. It's not entirely dogs. Yeah. They're just in there. Fucking that's the bullshit. level of quality you're getting in that food. Oh man, it's mostly shit from slaughterhouses that they can't feed humans because yeah. it's illegal. Well, it's not dogs. It's not dogs and cats. They're in there. No, they're not. They're in Dick, there. Dick, here's the problem with your argument, okay? You said that this is this sample is not representative. Yeah. However, nonetheless, it is a sample of one. They did at least one test. You have zero tests where they have found dogs in dog food. That's zero versus one. I win. How much did they find in there? None? None. So they took they took a, a little piece of kibble. A non-representative piece of kibble and what they spliced it for fucking DNA after it was mulched. The sensitivity is 0.005%, so less than five pounds for 50 tons of feed. There may be five five pounds for 50 tons. That means there's zero pets in there. Five pounds for 50 tons? 50 tons. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you don't know. That's why the segment's called Dick's Full of Shit. Well, (laughs) you didn't prove that. Dick, let's get to the problems. No, no, no. I got voicemails, man. All right. Here you go. (laughs) Let's get off of this dog oh shit. Oh, my God. Hey, Dick. Hey, Maddox. This is Dave from Texas calling in. Um, first off, I'd like to say that actually, yeah, Sean deleting the podcast is the biggest problem in the universe because if he keeps fucking up and deleting the podcast, how are we going to know what the problems are? How are we going to ever find out what is the biggest problem in the universe? It's true. Well, aside from it being Sean deleting the podcast, that's it. <laughs> Secondly, Maddox... I'm amazed that you didn't mention that, you know, all these people buying gourmet dog food, all this horse shit, all it is is stupid assholes buying a narrative. People yeah, go on I trying to always quote me. I had yes. a roommate would say, Check hey, the transcripts. you know, feeding, feeding a dog regular food, it's basically like ramen. These foods are all just filled with, you know, wheat and grains. Dogs don't need that. Have you ever looked at the ingredients on this shit? What do they put in there instead of, oh, wheat? Fucking potatoes. This goes right with your problem of French fries being a problem. So you're a stupid asshole for not figuring that out. These dumb shitbags going saying that, oh, we don't want to feed our dogs wheat. So instead they cram potatoes down their stupid mutt's throat. Fuck dogs. Well, no, 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 fuck those people. Dogs are okay. Um, 
<laughs> also, I take go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. I've had enough of that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's an, here's a guy that agrees with you. Dick, pets are not members of your family. Yep. Members of your family cannot have replacements purchased. Right. When your mother dies, <laughs> you don't go out and buy a new old broad. <laughs> are you serious? Dick's complaining about people going to bed hungry, and you're complaining about not being able to buy pizza after you snacked on nuts. <laughs> not even close to the same thing, buddy. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was really hungry after that episode. It was a big problem. Yeah. Hi, this is Pete from West Virginia. Oh, it was uh, quite a while ago, but when Maddox brought in the problem of dogs... His reasoning was complete bullshit. Okay. Because you don't own a dog for companionship or to love it. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you own a dog, so if somebody breaks into your house, they get their fucking throat torn out. Yeah, it's true. Idiot. Yeah, with all these poodles everyone owns. Love the show, guys. Keep going <laughs> with what you're doing. Right. and poodles. I've and got shih tzus. I, I do have a voicemail from a, a vet tech who says I'm right about them putting dogs in dog food, but I think we've talked about it enough. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. If you want to cite one vet tech versus the veterinary organization that the FDA pulled uh, for the testing methods, sure. So the, the fact that it says not representative means nothing to you. Dick, it's not representative of a national study because they're scientists and not trying to mislead people. I'll, I'll cite, I'll cede you that point. However, they found zero pets in pet food. You have zero evidence. You have not a single study, a single inkling, except for the shitty Slate article, which I read, that cited zero studies. I looked everywhere for that, uh, for that dick. I wanted to know, are they really grinding up dogs in dog food? Yeah. Of course fucking not. It's cut cattle, pork, and chicken. It's just pieces that we wouldn't eat. That's what dogs eat. Pieces that it's illegal for us to eat. It's not illegal, Dick. It totally is. It's, it's, it's cite one law. What's the Maddox, law? Maddox, I'm not a pretend internet lawyer like <laughs> you. you all right? Yeah. I don't have yeah. these made-up laws in my and, head. And yet you're sure of it. I'm not sure of it. I'm saying L.A. County ships out 200 tons of animal carcasses out of the state every year or every month. Why? Why are they doing that? Well, to we light must... them on fire in the desert? What? Okay, ship them out. Then the same looking truck brings back in a bunch of animal feed. Oh, I, I guess they somebody figured it out. Dick, you know what they do with a lot of animals, uh, what? A lot of animal carcasses, is they render them into coagulants. They render them into things that we use into uh, in, in asphalt and plastics and rubbers and things like that. That could be another use for these animals, not grinding them up and feeding them to more pets. Oh, God, I'm, I'm sick of this. Yeah. All right, where... Can we get to some problems? Let's get to the problems. What's your first problem? This My week? first problem is Christmas presents for guys. Okay, why is that a problem? Because it's a, it's a, buying Christmas presents for guys is a huge fucking problem. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be. You, what specifically is a problem with it? It's impossible. Oh, it's difficult. Yeah. It's, I, got, I got the Christmas shopping for my mom and my sister done in about 10 minutes. Yeah. No problem. Because women don't care. You just get them something. They appreciate that you spent money on them. And it's done. What are you Job's kidding? done. It's like the exact opposite with me. What do you Women mean? Women are the hardest to buy things for. Why? What do you What do you buy them? I don't know. I still haven't figured it out. Just Every woman I've ever bought anything has hated it. No, you. Well, what What is What are some things that you've bought women? A lizard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfume. I bought. Okay. Uh, DVD. Yeah. Let right? me tell you why that's bad. Exa- I, I know why it's bad. I've heard it. I, I got an earful. What, what was it? Oh, uh, it's not my scent. Yeah. It's too strong. It's this and blah blah blah. Even it's if very I, personal. Yeah, but I go to the perfume store with them, and I see them pick pick something out, and they, they sniff it. And oh, this smells really good. Hmm. Okay, maybe I'll buy this sometime. They'll uh-huh. put it down on the shelf, and I remember that. 
right? And I'll go back there to buy, buy the exact same perfume, and they'll never fucking use it. A dress that they pick up and they look at, and they're like, oh, it's too expensive. I'll go buy that dress. You they bought women a it. dress and they hated the dress? The one, uh, Yeah, a dress that they pre-selected. My ex-girlfriend, I bought her a fucking expensive-ass dress, gave it to her, that she pre-selected. She, she didn't have the money on hand, and I went back when she wasn't around and bought her this dress, and she fucking never wore it once. Well, that doesn't mean she hated it. Well, Maybe it she, you should t- start taking her to an expensive steakhouse, and she'll put it on. Jesus. Was she pissed off about I'll it? put the pounds on. Uh, no, she, <laughs> she wasn't pissed off about it, but she, she seemed, oh, okay, thanks. No, because that's... I'll tell you the secret of buying gifts for women then. Yeah, what is you it? Buy them, well, this is what I always do. I buy them clothes from a place that I know they want to shop at with okay. a, 100% certainty that they're going to take them back. Okay. So it's like just giving them cash and saying go shopping, except yeah. you, that's tacky. It's a, it just leaves me empty, man. So you think it's harder to buy for guys than girls? Well, at least women are very appreciative of what yeah. you bought them. Dick, I have had uh, You have had the opposite experience? No. My this? mom is the worst. Uh, every single gift I've ever given my mom, even cash, she's complained about the cash that it was not enough. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how much was it? It was like a dollar fifty. It was a hundred bucks. I'm like, here you go, mom. Here's a fucking envelope full of cash. Take it, shove it up your ass. And she didn't t- she didn't appreciate it. It was not enough. God. Oh, just a hundred dollars? Oh, she Merry said, I gave birth. Yeah, I gave birth to you. This is all I'm worth. I'm like, mom, it's a, it's a fucking hundred dollars. What do you want, man? It's a hundred dollars. Just take it. <laughs> Shut up and take it. And I bought her like some fucking expensive forks and, and knives. Hated it. I okay, wait a minute. I'm keeping track of all these presents. That's a shitty present. Yeah. Forks and knives for mom. What? It's silverware. <laughs> How old were you? I was uh, like 18 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you I bought it still, next? next time, just buy her a vacuum. <laughs> have you ever bought a woman a vacuum? Mm, an appliance? No. Uh, yes, I have bought a woman an appliance. What appliance? A, a toaster oven. It was... <laughs> She wanted it. She said she wanted a toaster. Did you buy her a matching uh, dress and say this is the dishwasher? (laughs) No, dude. I bought her a toaster oven because she wanted a toaster, and I thought, what's better than a toaster? A toaster oven. You can can, uh, heat up naan bread in them, uh, Pop-Tarts. You can make mini pizzas. They're fucking great, and she hated it. Okay, here's the move on that one, though. You got to give it to both of you. You can give that as a present, but yeah. you have to say this is something I got for both of us. You can't say it's for her. Well, she was disappointed as shit, buddy. Well, yeah, because you built up her expectations. Yeah, well, she wanted a cat, and I gave her the box <laughs> about the size of a cat, and it didn't have any holes in it. Obviously, it's not a fucking cat, unless cats can hold their breaths for a really long time. It was a toaster. It was the big, it was the big item that year <laughs> she wanted a toaster. Oh, that sucks. I bought I bought another girl a, a long time ago uh, uh, as a present, and and this was su- such fucking bullshit. It's still again my ex. Um, uh, it was a tri- it was a trip to I believe it was like uh, New Orleans or something like that. Just, uh, you know, pretty nice gift, right? Well, again, for both of us, did you so, get her that in lieu of a present? That was the present. So you got it instead of like a physical thing. Like, yeah. you just got, gave her a, a vacation. Like, is that the not price a is right. Uh, yeah, you can't are, do that. Am I living in a different fucking weird universe where, where trips no longer count as presents? It's not a present. I wouldn't be surprised that, I'm not surprised that you're getting that reaction. I want to cut myself right now. I'm so <laughs> mad. This is such bullshit. How is that not a present? That's the best present. Because it's an experience. Like, it's, the yeah. present is something that you get right now. Oh, in the I'm present, sorry. Not I'm in so- the future. I'm sorry my gift isn't something you can return to the store with a gift receipt. I'm sorry my, my gift to you is a life experience. Oh, please accept my apology for, for changing your life for the better. 
I don't, I, I don't know if a trip with you is a change in life for the better. <laughs> you could have easily fixed that by getting her like something to wear while you were there. Though. I did. That was the where I gave her the expensive dress. You, that was where you gave it to her in there. That was yep. you gave it to her on the trip. Was it New yep. Orleans? It was. It was not New Orleans. It was another place. It was. It was another country. I thought but, you said. Sorry, that's a. Yeah, 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 did yeah. you give it to her? At home, or did you did no. you did you give it to her right then the dress, or did you give it to her on the vacation? On the vacation on yeah, Christmas Day. Oh wow! Yeah, and nothing, nothing was my response. Not even a thank you. Well, oh thanks. Okay, huh? Great. That's it makes rough. me so. That's, I know. That's why I stop buying people gifts. It's always fucking tragedy with me. Tragedy. I I bought my mom a clock one time because she her bathroom. I found this <laughs> clock that perfectly matched her bathroom, the same color and everything, which is really hard to match because her bathroom uh-huh. is this weird color of like light green whatever so i bought her this clock and she gave it and i gave it to her with a card with this little pop-up card of this dog where uh you don't you open it up and it's like number one mom is you and it points at you points at her she goes oh, what is this a, dick? a dog yeah. why you, you got your mom a, a christmas card that featured a dog paper dog whatever <laughs> i and don't my, think that's like something a mom wants though my mom was offended by it she said it was yeah. a phallic gesture <laughs> and then and then she said, "What's the what's the meaning of this clock? Are you trying? Are you waiting until I die? Is that what this is? Are you counting the minutes until I die?" I'm like, "No, fucking no, mom. Of course not. I, I mean, if I, no, shut up. Are you sure you're Armenian and not Italian or Greek?" <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's been tragic. It went, the earliest I can remember disappointing a, a woman with a gift is when I was eight years old. I went outside my street, and I noticed in the street there was all this, like, gold powder. And I thought, wow, this is neat. Oh, from the reflectors? Yeah, Like, when the they reflectors. paint the reflectors? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I remember that happened. And I remember carefully scooping it up in, on a piece of paper and then putting it in a Coke bottle. And it was this Coke bottle full of, sil- like, gold-colored powder. And yeah, mm-hmm. that was really precious to me. And I remember, I think it was Mother's Day or her birthday came around, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give my mom this gift of gold powder. That's all I have. Glitter. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not glitter. It's gold powder. It looks really cool. Okay. And so I thought, this is my gift to my mom. And uh, I gave it to her, and she goes, what is this, dirt? And she poured it out and just threw the Coke bottle away. <laughs> I'm an eight-year-old. What the fuck do I have to give? I, I got her this this thing that was precious to me, and she threw it away. Yeah, your dad's supposed to help you out at eight. Your dad's yeah. supposed to take you to the, the store and then like buy some whatever jewelry or something and then give it to the mom with as, from you. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He just got her ice cream or something. I don't know, man. So it's Ice all been cream. Trying. Yeah. Uh, somehow I knew this would be a good problem. <laughs> well, just you just you got to get girls like throwaway gifts, like just clothes that are are like no statements. No, you don't want to get them furniture. Mm. You don't you don't want something permanent that fucks with their decor. Yeah, you understand? You know what I mean? Yeah, just something that something that they can wear once maybe and not think about. Yeah, or never. They can wear never and not think about and just stuff it in the closet. It's a $140 reminder of a destroyed relationship. How about that? Fucking gifts are the That's worst, so, man. Well, yeah. I just had gifts Sorry, for guys mean, here. Yeah. You can, we can change it to Christmas presents in general. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Okay, Dick. Well, so what is, what's what's harder than what this nightmare scenario I've, I've described? Well, I guess I just have an easy time buying presents for women. Yeah. And they all love them. Maybe They're all appreciative. Have, maybe you just have better women in your life. Maybe that's that's definitely true without this pres- without this Christmas present shit. Because your mom and your sister are great. Yeah, uh, you know, some of your exes maybe not, but like so your mom and your they cr- all like their presents though. Then that they're, they're fucking they got a leg up on my my ex. Uh, yeah, but for my for my dad and my brother in law, I have no idea what to get them. It is the clock's ticking. I get to, it's like T minus what twenty four hours or something like that. 
now. And, uh, and more so than that, I don't think guys really care. You know, the utility of, uh, of giving a guy a present is much, much lower than it is giving a woman in your life a present. To me. That is true for my dad. My dad has never cared about a gift, ever. My, if I gave my dad anything, he was so appreciative. If I gave him a mug, if I gave him a screwdriver, if I gave him a bandsaw blade, anything, uh, he would be happy with it. If I gave him a hammer, he'd be happy with it. He didn't give a shit. He loved tools. I just got him some tools, and that was the end of, end of it. I'd go to the store, 50 bucks later, I'm home. Shopping is done. I don't even have to wrap it. My dad, uh, I he says, hey, what's that screwdriver doing on the table? And I say, happy uh, birthday, Dad. Or Merry whatever. Christmas, whatever. Yeah. He goes, okay, thanks. That's it. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Problem solved. And I'd rather just not even do that. Like, even when I get asked for, well, what do you want? What 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 do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I, I honestly don't know. Guys are so easy. Video games, always, period. End of story, done. <laughs> yeah, Omaha Steaks, video games. Uh, yeah, great. Blowjob, awesome. Rum, a little, a porno mag, Awesome. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my problem. Good problem, Dick. Uh, do you want to just make it Christmas presents? <laughs> sure. Because your your argument is a lot more uh, passionate than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to hijack I, that. I didn't know I was opening a nuclear can of worms. Yeah, speaking of opening a nuclear can of worms, my problem this week, Dick, is Sony. Oh, very good. Yeah, very, uh, very timely, I guess. So... You know, everyone is, is expecting me to talk about the Sony hack, which I will. I'll get to it. But I want to talk about why Sony is a problem. Because oh, okay. I've, I've hated Sony for a long, long time. Okay, a long time ago. You remember, you remember Sony got hacked? This isn't the first time Sony's been hacked. Back in, I believe it was like 20, 20, uh, 2009, 2010. Um, yeah, and they, were, they looked stupid as hell in that attack. Yeah. Like they, all the passwords were plain text, and they had like encryption keys all over the place. Right. So here, let me give you a little bit of background. Sony, when they released the PlayStation 3, the first generation, the PlayStation 3 had this feature that allowed you to install any operating system you wanted to, like a secondary operating system. It allowed you to run homebrew apps. Uh, develop, like if you wanted to, de- to develop a game for the Sony PlayStation, you could do that through installing another operating system. It was also backwards compatible with with certain PlayStation 2 games, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. So that's the system I purchased when the play, Sony PlayStation 3 first came out. Okay. Then partway through the Sony's, uh, the PS3's life, Sony decided to do an about face and released a firmware update that took away all these features. Yeah, all uh-uh. the features of you can make your own stupid games on your own system. Well, the features of being able to p- play a PlayStation 2 game on my PlayStation 3, which was a big selling point for me. Okay, right? right. Yeah, that's bad. So I said, no, fuck you, and it pissed everyone off because you're taking away features that we paid for. Sure. Go fuck yourself. You can't take away something I bought. They, and that's, exa- that's effectively what they did. So... I have here an article from Daily Tech. It says, The effort to jailbreak the PS3 was born out of Sony's decision to ditch Linux support with the release of the PS3 Slim in August of 2009. Sony has since locked fat PS3s out of the new installs of Linux as well via a system update. So there's this guy named Geohot. He was a a kick-ass hacker. I think he's the guy who wrote the original iPhone jailbreak. Right. Or at least one of them. And he... So this article says, Geohot has offered to stop distributing the keys... Okay, so he he wrote this hack for the Sony PlayStation 3 to be able to revert it back to what it was. So you could play PlayStation 2 games on it. Yeah, or run Homebrew or whatever you wanted to. Okay. So which is a very small subset of of uh, of Sony fans. These are these yeah. are yeah. you know, less than 1%. Doesn't matter, that's how you sold the product. Right, so. that's how they sold the product. So he, so Sony got pissed off at him and threatened to sue him and Geohot said, 
Look, he's going to offer to stop distributing the keys if Sony provides a means to install homebrew and third-party software on the PlayStation 3. He has also offered to work on, uh, as a consultant for Sony or other major console makers, Microsoft and Nintendo, in safeguarding their next-generation consoles from jailbreaks. So Hell of a resume. That's a hell of a resume and a very nice offer by this hacker, right? Sure. Sony sued Geohot. Oh, great. That was their response. <laughs> yeah, that was their response. So Geohot, uh, Geohot doubled down because he's just a fucking kid. He doesn't give a shit. He has nothing that Sony, Sony's not going to sue this kid for anything. They're fucking yeah. bullies. So he made this rap song uh, as a response to the Sony lawsuit. This is kind of funny. Listen to this. Yo, it's Geohot. <laughs> and for those that don't know, I'm getting sued by Sony. <laughs> so take us out of the courtroom and into the streets. I'm a beast. At the least, you'll face me in the Northeast. Uh, get my ire up, light my fire. I'll go harder than Eminem when at Mariah. Call me a liar, pound me in the ass. I'm no Luke Chafe fan. You're fucking with the dude who got the keys to your safe fan. Is yeah. he a rapper or does he just do that for fun? He just did that for fun and okay. he was a big fuck you to Sony because yeah. he said, go ahead, sue me, idiots. What are you going to sue me for, you morons? I'm a kid. Hey, I know all about writing songs as a fuck you. <laughs> you do dick uh you and i both actually you'll uh you're, you're still getting yours um so the response to this sony hat sony uh geo hot lawsuit was that anonymous attacked sony and took down psn for a month like, i remember oh, about that. a month yeah it's funny guess how much it cost sony 171 million dollars huh? take that you fucking morons you idiots you bullies you dipshits. You guys are going to take away features from us. You're going to piss off a small group of hackers. And then they're going to cost you $171 million. Did they learn the lesson, Dick? Of course they didn't. Did anyone get fired for that? CEOs or anything? I'm sure not. I'm sure they didn't. Mm. Sony, yeah. These are just, it's just a string sure? of bad decisions. I, I I'm not he, sure. Yeah. I, I would guess that they didn't. Because Sony, Sony is, is a company that their number one product is bad decisions. Their number two product is a Sony PlayStation. So, um, do you remember this uh, product called Bleem, Dick? You know what Bleem is? Yeah, it was like an emulator for the Dreamcast. Correct. It was an emulator, not just for the Dreamcast, Dreamcast but for also PC. Okay. It was an emulator that someone wrote that would allow you to play Sony PlayStation games on Dreamcast and PC and so, and so on. Okay. So, uh, the guy who wrote Bleem was taken to court by Sony. And time and time again, uh, this is from Wikipedia, it says, Ultimately, Bleem won in court... And a protective order was issued to protect David from Goliath. Sony lost on all counts, including Bleem's use of screenshots of PlayStation games on its packaging. The court noted that Bleem's use of copyrighted screenshots was considered fair use and should be allowed to continue. So the courts decided in favor of this emulation company because what they were doing is they were creating a product that not only emulated the Sony PlayStation, but it made their games look better. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, really cool. I would think they'd be for that because, like, I thought uh, video game hardware was like a sunk cost. Like, you lose money on the hardware and then you make it back on the games. Right. So, if you can get somebody else to write the emulator, then you're still making money on games, right? Yeah. Well, well I don't know. Uh, no, that's true. That's true, Dick. So, this was back in 2001 from the Register. There's an article in the Register. It's, uh, they said that Bleem won the support of the court, beating a temporary injunction against sales of its emulator and later defeating Sony's demand to ban the sale of the emulator permanently. So you know how Sony decided to attack them, how to get around the courts? Here's what Sony did. The emulation company claimed that the Japanese giant's U.S. operation had initiated a dirty tricks policy, which in Ooh. part involved attempting to have Bleem thrown out in their May 1999 E3 show. So Sony 
try to get these guys thrown out of E3. Uh-huh. And then Bleem accused Sony of threatening retailers with much reduced PlayStation 2 hardware and software allocations if they stocked any of Bleem's offerings. Right. So Sony went to retailers and they said, hey, you know what? We lost in court. We know that. But if you guys carry this product, you're not going to carry our product. Well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, bullying. <laughs> sure. They got around the courts. Look, justice won. Uh-huh. But Sony won over justice. Yeah, I, I guess I don't have a I don't have a, a such a big problem with that. Did that end up costing them money? Sony? No, of course not. They just buried this small business owner. This yeah. guy who's like just trying to make a living making emulators. They should have bought him out. Yeah, they should have bought ni- him out. That would have been nicer, I guess. That would have been the nice thing to uh, do, Dick. You buy you, this guy's a pain in your ass. You hire him and you say, "Hey, we like your product. Why don't you work for us?" Right. Instead, they try to sue and do dirty tricks and get you thrown out of E3, doing it the dirty way, the illegal way, the backdoor way. I don't think that's a good idea in, with the, the internet the way it is the way it is, where Why? everybody knows everything. Yeah. And people are there's a lot of vigilantes vigilantes out there that can cause your business significant harm. Right. I don't think it's a good idea to do that. That's all I'm saying. To what? To hire your enemies? No, to, to attack to attack them. Like oh, yeah. They're doing. Yeah. Litigiously. Well, they did. They're a very litigious company. Fast forward to fast forward to today when Sony got hacked. Yes. Right? Now we're talking. Now let's talk. Let's talk about this. So Sony got hacked and it's since come out that it's probably North Korea. Um, but you know what Sony started doing against file sharing companies? They started doing a denial of service attack against them. To get all their e- to stop their emails from getting torrented, yeah, yeah, so Sony, they gotta do that. That's illegal, Dick. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's a fact. Unlike your horseshit argument about uh, 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 cow holes being sold. Wait to humans. a minute, I actually know some e inter- pretend internet lawyer stuff about this. <laughs> if you're preventing a, a bigger crime, you can get off committing a crime. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that's no. yes, you can. That's no. a real thing. I don't know what it's called, but if if you did if you perpetrated a crime in while trying to stop a greater crime from getting committed, you can get off with that. Well, it depends. If it's if it's in the case of national security, yes. But if you're, say, for example, wiretapping your ex-wife because you, you think that she's trying to extort money out of you, that's true. You might be able to, to prove that in court, but they also might be able to throw that out and say, well, you just violated federal wiretapping laws. We're not going to count that as admissible evidence. Or we're going to also prosecute you for wiretapping. All I'm saying is... Uh, I- <laughs> They're protecting a lot of people. Like, those emails getting out, as funny as they are, as much as I want to read them, yeah. it's pretty damaging to a lot of people's lives. Like, people we know as social security numbers are in there. Yeah, I have their friends. whole direct deposit Right, we account. have friends who work for Sony. It's a really shitty thing. And what really pisses me off, um, our guest w- that we had on the show uh, early on, I think episode seven or eight, uh-huh. Ryan Holiday, wrote this excellent piece talking about how there's no gray area about publishing these emails. These, It's wrong to do that because this is just stolen property. And the same people who were attacking the Jennifer Lawrence nude leaks mm-hmm. are celebrating the Sony hacks. Yeah. One stolen data is more valuable than another just because it's nudity. And we're giving so much power to the sexuality and nudity in this country. Yeah. It's funny, though. <laughs> what? The, what? All the Adam Sandler stuff? Like all the all the Sony emails about yeah, Adam Sandler? Sure. But, Dick, who doesn't have incriminating shit? Like, everybody has something that they wouldn't want released if your email oh, got Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would just jump right. I would steer my car directly into a <laughs> fucking wall of my email. Uh, I'm not even going to say it. Me, me, too, except it would be kids. Um, <laughs> this, the, you know, Aaron Sorkin, um, he wrote an article for New York Times about the yellow journalism that's going on here. Yeah. This is a really good quote. He says, the co-editor-in-chief of Variety tells us that he decided that the leaks were, to use his word, newsworthy. 
I'm dying to ask him what part of the studio's post-production notes on Cameron Crowe's new project is newsworthy. So newsworthy that it's worth carrying out the wishes of people who've said that they're going to murder families who have so far done everything they've threatened to do. Newsworthy. As the character Inigo Montoya said in The Princess Bride, I do not think it means what you think it means. So much for ever getting a good review from Variety again, and so much for our national outrage over the National Security Agency reading our stuff. It turns out that some of us have no problem with it at all. We just vacated that argument. I read that. Yeah. What are you talking about? It yeah. makes a good point. Yeah. So as much as I hate Sony, the people who are publishing their, their hacked and stolen emails are supporting the terrorists, these, these, uh, these dickhead hackers from North Korea or whatever. They're supporting them. The and newspapers? The media is? Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. The, the yellow, and they're calling it journalism. They're lauding it like they're doing some courageous thing that, sure. they, that they uncovered, they unearthed this information. They, you, they didn't do shit. This fell on their laps, and it's stolen data. How are they avail- uh, allowed to profiteer from this? I, are you asking? Yeah, I'm actually asking, yeah. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know, what, I don't know what the law is there. I'm not a... Well, you're just taking stolen content and profiteering from it. And these, are, these journalists could do one iota of work and find out and verify whether or not these emails came from a reliable source. Right now, anyone can publish anything and say, hey, I just found it in the Sony hacked email. They're uh-huh. not doing any research. They're yeah. not doing their due diligence. They're yeah. not picking up the phone and calling the president of Sony and asking her if she really wrote these emails. And of course, she's going to deny it if they did. Yeah. So this isn't journalism. We're just profiteering. This is just theater. Well, this isn't Sony, though, either. What? This isn't Sony. This isn't Sony's fault. Is it? Do you think that hack, do you think that they beefed up security after the first hacks? Like, do you think that they did anything after that to prevent this one? No, I don't think no. so. I they- heard a guy, there was a, some rep from Sony on the finance channel this morning yeah. who said uh, that experts said this would have happened to 90% of companies. Yeah, probably. Like, well, isn't that a lot? Like, isn't there a lot left? You, you're in the top 10% of companies? The size of Sony, you're happy about being as good as 10% of everyone else out there? That's not very good. No, that's not good at no. all. And it's true, actually. I've, you know, the companies I've worked at in the past, some of the, some of the, uh, some of the companies had atrocious security measures. Yeah. You could just FTP in, get, grab everything you wanted to. Uh, p- passwords are very predictable. This is, this is a big problem all across the board. But Sony, okay, they're the victims here. I actually have to defend Sony which I hate to do because I hate the company, but I have to defend them. They're victims by being hacked, and we're not al- we don't have the right to know what's in those emails. Right? Sure, yeah. However, Sony, again, legendarily known for making bad decisions, decided to kowtow to the demands of these terrorists. Well, yeah. Why? You mean, why did they pull the interview? Why, why are you supporting this? Are you, are you agreeing you're, with it? You're ta- are you talking about the interview? I don't, wanna, I don't know where you're going next, but you're talking about how they pulled the interview, right? They pulled the interview. Yeah. Because number one, uh, who whatever whatever poorly translated message was, that came out with the last round of hacks right. said we're going to kill people in theaters if this movie's shown, right? Right. Remember that? Yeah. Then this the next thing happened was all the theaters, the big theater chains said, yeah, well we're not showing the movie then because Christmas Day is a huge theater draw, and people are people in the middle of the country think this is going to think that they're going to get killed going to a movie so we're not playing the interview. Okay. Fuck you, Sony. Sure. So Sony said, "Uh yeah, okay. The uh, I don't know what the saying is for it, but the fight's basically over. We're not showing it then." 
We're not, you, you, just, you just cut our legs out from under it. We're not going to look like shitheads here endangering people's lives if all of our distributors, distributors already said they're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Yeah. That's, that's the logical progression of what happened. But more importantly than that, this is a company. It's not their job to stand up to terrorists. No, it's not their job, Dick. Their job is to what? Just worry about their bottom Make line. Make movies and video games. Yeah. They don't have any resources to stand up to terrorism. They're, uh, they're still fucking red-blooded Americans, Dick. And well, like every red fucking blooded red-blooded Japanese, blooded American. you mean? No, they're not. This is Sony, Sony Entertainment Pictures, SPE, or Sony yeah. Pictures Entertainment is an American company. D- 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 regardless of whether or not the parent company is Japanese, these are still Americans who are fucking kowtowing to terrorists and hurting our country. You sound like Obama. He came out and said he was disappointed in them for what they did. Yeah, Dick. That's I, fucking stupid. No, it's not. Because here's the thing. When I first heard about this hack and I thought, okay, yeah. well, Sony's pulling the picture— I thought, well, maybe Sony has some inside information that we don't. Maybe they have been contacted by the State Department, and the State Department said, hey, these threats are credible. Let's not, uh, let's not push it here. And Sony, if they had released the movie, and if there were a terrorist attack, they would have looked like greedy assholes, right? So I thought maybe Sony was working out of self-interest here, and they have every right to do so. However, when Obama came out and criticized them, and I have the, the quote here, it says, President Barack Obama, in an end-of-year press speech, commented on the Sony hacking and stated that he felt Sony made a mistake in pulling the film and expressed that producers should not get into a pattern where you're intimidated by these acts. And I couldn't agree more. No, that—, that uh- why? Well, first of all, first of all, I'm annoyed that Obama said that. Why? Well, as the leader of of the United States, yeah, you're as the leader he, of, yeah. of the United States, it's your job to protect us and our businesses from terrorist attacks. Right. It's it's you're te- now you're telling me how I'm recovering from a terrorist attack. Fuck you. Do your job and protect us. Don't tell. Don't moralize to me about how I'm protecting my employees. Dick, you want Obama to go in and change their passwords for them? How would you like them to him to protect Sony from hackers? How would you like him to do that? Just explain that to me. Uh, how politics works with, I don't know, depl- well, I guess that depends on whether or not you think this is an act of war. Uh, potentially, but here's the thing, Dick. When you were saying that Sony pulled these, these uh, you know, distributors didn't want to carry the movie, therefore Sony just canceled it. Yeah. That's not true. Not all distributors did. In fact, in, all in, of in them, Texas, of course, but a shitload of them. Well, Enough to mean- make it no longer viable as a market, as a money-making opportunity. Well, it Enough is. to make a big enough deal so that they would pull it and not look like assholes. Dick, they're cowards. Because they're the <laughs> Alamo cowards. Draft House, the Alamo Draft House in Texas wanted to air this film, and Sony wouldn't even distribute it to them. These are people who are saying, bring it on, we're not afraid of these fucking uh, terrorist attacks, these terrorist threats. We're going to air it in spite of them. I love and it. Sony so, wouldn't send it to them. A guy that burns the Koran, which is an expression, his form of expression. Sure. Everybody called him a fucking idiot. He Obama is. called him a fucking idiot because right. he was tempting fate. However, Sony pulls a movie because there's terrorist attacks, and now Obama calls him a coward, and everybody calls him a coward. What's the fucking difference? The difference is, Dick, that these are actual threats that are coming in from someone else. The guy who's, who's uh, burning the Koran is just trying to incite something. He's just he's just being a dickhead. Look, if you if 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 we're being attacked by Islam and they're coming to us and saying, "Hey, we want to do, do X Y Z, and we're going to commit all these terrorist attacks on this and this date," and then we kowtow and say, "Well, we better not burn burn Korans," then you're a coward. But if you're trying to incite something that's totally different, this is a threat that's coming from North Korea and. 
Sony said, okay, please don't attack us. Here, what else do you want us to do? Where does it end, Dick? Sony, if Sony kowtows to North Korea, they, they kowtow to North Korea here. And if, if what's stopping anyone else from saying, hey, we're going to make this terrorist attack. We're going to make that terrorist attack. Where does it end? Do you just change your entire fucking life because of terrorist attacks? I mean, I think it's easy for you to say and moralize here against Sony that they should like man up and stand up to terrorism. But for that to be like a reasonable thing, for that to be pragmatic in the real world where they're just completely vulnerable to it is fucking retarded. To expect Sony to nut up and stand up to terrorists when they don't have, A, an army to back it up with. Except the U.S. Army. They don't. Where the fuck is the U.S. Army then? We're protecting them just by virtue of the fact that they're in America. They're protected by the U.S. Army. Except they can't protect us from cyber vandals who destroy our ability to make money. Where's the protection there? No, no, If they were were shipping cargo around the world and a North Korean sub sunk one of them, what's the difference? Do you you think there's any difference between them hacking a database and ruining, destroying a film, a multi-multi-million dollar film versus... Physically attacking a cargo ship and sinking it. Yes, absolutely. What's the difference? One, if they're both a massive loss of money and a direct hit to a company, like to, a, to an American organization. What's right. the difference? Because bullets can't stop code, Dick. You can't shoot hackers, hackers intruding your network. You're, it's just entirely in, in some cloud somewhere. You can't stop that with bullets and missiles. But you can with cargo ships that are sunk by submarines. Uh, That's the difference. But to, if Sony's actually worried about repercussions, physical repercussions, why, are they, why aren't they allowing people who want to air it, myself included, I'll fucking uh, screen the film. I'll have a, I'll have a big, uh, I'll rent a theater in Los Angeles. I'll, get, I'll fill up that theater full of people. I'll, fill it, I'll show a screening of the interview. I don't give a shit. Go yeah. ahead, bomb me. Yeah. And if they say they're going to hurt some people, if you do that, you're still going to do it? Of course. Well, that's on you, man. Because as soon as you that... give in to their threats, Dick, then you always have to give in to their threats. What, what, do you, what does that mean? These, these, ter- these, slo- these anti-terrorist slogans just sound pretty, but they don't mean anything. It means you stick your ground and you stand up for your convictions. That's what it means. And you might have to die for it sometimes. You don't be a pussy. You might have to die for it? That's yeah. what you're thinking when you're going to work? You're going to Sony? You're building a company that's a media company and you're thinking about dying for your principles? Where the fuck does that fit in this America? Because people died for your ability to go to work safely, Dick. No. Those people died in the, in the past. That's not true. They died to keep... They, got, they died... To protect your right to be separate from the government, to be liberated under the government, okay. and not to be tyrannized by the government. That's what they died for. Yeah, libertarian argument here. Here we go. It's the first thing in the fucking Constitution, the right to pursue happiness, the right to life, liberty, and a- the pursuit of happiness. Is uh, Sony allowed to do this now? No, because so, no one's so, protecting them. So Sony was denied their right and liberty to, to their pursuit of their happiness, and yeah. you're okay with it. Of course I'm not okay with it. Well, then what's, what's the response, Dick? You think Sony did the right thing? Yeah, they did. It's not, it's, first of all, it's not appropriate for me to say whether or not they did the right thing. They well, did the thing that they thought would make, would be best for their, sh- their shareholders. Maybe. That's all there is to it. Well, that's- it's not a, co- it's not a private company's responsibility to stand up to terrorists. It's all our responsibility. Dude. Oh God. That's so jingoist. That's, that's such horse shit. Says and then, the and Bush then, lover here. And then what do they give for it? 
They, they're getting attacked. And what happens? Obama comes out and shits on him more. He should. What the hell does he? Sh- why? Because next What's time this doing? happens, Dick, if this happens to Kohl's or Home Depot or someone, someone comes across and say, hey, man, we don't like this product that you're selling. What if it's Greenpeace, Dick? And they come to Home Depot and they say, hey, you guys are chopping down too much lumber. We're going to blow up one of your stores if you keep doing it. And then Home Depot, what's Home Depot supposed to do? Just like uh, fold up, sh- uh, close up their doors and sh- fold up shop and say, hey, I guess we have a terrorist attack. We better close up. We should always give in to terrorist demands. Is that what we do? Is that what we are as Americans? Is that what we are as free people? They're not, it's not as black and white as giving in to terrorist demands. Well, that's what this is, Dick. They just gave right in like a bunch of pussies. They, got gave, they gave in when they got hacked. They were already attacked. It's over. Yeah. yeah. There's no. nothing more to give in. Well, they did. No, it wasn't over because apparently— The product was ruined. It was destroyed. It's not destroyed if people still want to watch it, Dick. But there's nowhere for them to watch it. Of course there all is. the theaters shut down. I'll rent a theater and oh, I'll yes. fill it up. Sony's going to make $55 million bucks back based on your theater in the middle of L.A. during Christmas. I don't there's give not a enough fuck. people in L.A. I don't during give, Christmas. I don't, I don't give a shit what Sony makes back. This isn't about Sony anymore. It's about principle. Uh, yeah, then you've, you've lost me entirely. Yeah. Making principled decisions as a company <laughs> is fucking stupid. Okay. All right, Dick. What's your, uh, what, that's no, my problem. No, no, we'll no, leave no, it up no. to the yeah. voting here. I, well, okay, if we're leaving it up to voting, then I will say this. Yeah. Sony brought us the Walkman. <laughs> yes. That's a, that was pretty good. <laughs> okay, so you're defending Sony because we have the Walkman. Well, I don't see what, so they're litigious. They're That's very your entire litigious. problem with them? They're very litigious. And they don't stand up to terrorists? They're, they're bullies, they are litigious, and they're cowards. That's what Sony is. They have, they have a track record of bad decisions. If they had simply just placated some of these hackers in the first place, the ones that they screwed over with their bad decision when, the, when they originally got attacked, uh-huh. when PSN went down, yeah. they wouldn't have lost $171 million and inconvenienced millions of their own customers. But this is a company that has a track record of bad decisions, and it's not ending here. They're still making bad decisions. So they're executives sh- that make bad decisions. So they should placate criminals as long as it agrees with your ideology, you're saying. No, they didn't. They, those criminals didn't exist until they created them. Sony, as a backlash to Sony's theft of our property, we bought something that they took away from us. That's theft, Dick. So yeah. we responded, hey, weren't you just defending that you can, you can return in kind? If someone's breaking the law, then you're allowed to break the law? No, Did I'm you- saying I thought I know a law where if they're <laughs> committing a greater— I was trying to say if someone is doing something that's very illegal, you're allowed to do something slightly illegal to stop them. That's not my belief. That's part of the legal system. Uh, maybe. I don't know about that. Just but, a point uh, of fact. That's okay. the only reason I brought it up. So anyway, these hackers were responding to, t- to Sony's theft yeah. by simply trying to release the, this, uh, this DMC key. And by the way, they didn't, they didn't attack Sony until after Sony tried to sue Geohot. Yeah. That's when they doubled down. They said, no, fuck you, Sony. And now the, these, uh, these cowards are kowtowing to terrorists. Yeah, I, I, just, I really take issue with, with that, with how they're being portrayed by the government and by you. <laughs> Which one do you take issue with more? Me or the government? No, the government. I don't really care. Because I know you hate Sony. I, you're probably thrilled that they made this decision so you can hate on them more. Dick, I would love nothing more than for Sony to just go, go the fuck away and start being a normal company. Just give us a product that we want. Stop fucking us over every chance you get. Yeah. And you know what? If do you have somebody, a PS4? It, do, I, do I have a PS4? Yeah. No, but I'll probably get one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lesser right. of two evils right now, and I love video games more than I hate Sony, so I have no choice. Buddy, we're at an hour right now. I don't know if we have time for this one, but my, my next problem isn't going to make any sense uh, after this week anyway. Let's hear it. Do you have time? Do you have another problem too? I do. Should we do we, a lightning round? 
You know what? Let's do a lightning round. Let's try to wrap this in another 20. We can do this. In okay. t- 10 each. Let's do it. My next problem is the whole virgin birth thing. <laughs> okay. Okay, Dick. What exactly? What does that mean? You know, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know Jesus. Jesus was like born from a virgin. Yeah. Can we can we drop that part what, Dick, of it? It's part of it's part of a religion. Yeah, Why? but a lot a lot of stuff is part of this religion that's getting tossed, you know? Like, like the whole Noah's Ark thing. That's not a, like that's not a real part of it, is it? There are people who believe that. They believe that the Noah's Ark crashed on this mountain in Armenia, actually, called Mount Ararat. Uh, come <laughs> on with that. That's what they say, man. Look, it's their beliefs. What's what's your problem? Look, I think we got to uh, <laughs> – because um, – hold on. Let me think of my problem. <laughs> okay. Great. Look, look. What do you have written down on that? You just have like, a scribble. <laughs> you just have like doodles of a guy with a beard. What is that? Are you drawing Jesus over there? Is that no, your- no, 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 no. <laughs> look, look. I like – I don't have my, my beefs with Christianity aren't so big. Okay? I don't have that many beefs with Christianity. Okay. And I think we got a Pope now who's letting a lot of things pass the goalie, right? Cool Pope. Like he came out and said, like, <laughs> hey, being gay ain't that bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that blows some people completely out of it, but but while he's saying it, they're like, oh, okay, I guess so. I guess I'm I guess I'm kind of being an asshole. He said like Jesus wouldn't judge gay people or something like that. He said that. Yeah, and he said something something along the lines of we shouldn't worry so much about condom use and gays and uh and abortion and all yeah. these things. He said yeah. we should we should what we should worry about are the things that Jesus taught us, which is compassion for the poor and taking care of people who are sick and that right. sort of thing, which is the the prophecy, the the philosophy of Jesus Christ. However, uh it's been corrupted by the uh this this weird Deep Southern Baptist, like, I don't know what the, I, what the sect I don't, of religion. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. know about it. I just, I, I, I like, I like it. I want it to keep going. Like, if we're gonna put religions up as teams, yeah, then I think to be viable for like the 21st century and moving forward, we gotta just drop all the, all the magic stuff. Yeah, like the virgin birth thing. Dick. Noah's Ark stuff, right? No, it's no? part. It's it's fundamental to the religion. I have here. I look this. I, I forget the source of this website, but they said denying a physical connection between Mary and Jesus would imply that Jesus was not truly human, right? So Jesus was not born in sin. That's a fundamental tenet of, of uh, Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, but do you think people going to church today aren't thinking anything about that? Come I mean, on. I don't know, man. When's the last time no, you went to church? They don't give a shit about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> He said, so they say here that he had no sin nature. It would seem that sin nature is passed down from generation to generation through through the father. And the virgin birth circumvented the transmission of the sin nature and allowed the eternal God to become a perfect man. So that's what the, that's what, that's, um, that's Christian doctrine, essentially. They're saying that Jesus was a, was a perfect man who had no sin. That's why it's, it's special. It's important to them. Why do you want to get rid of that? What do you mean them? Christians. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to speak for all Christians. Okay. I'm just saying I think it's a little outdated. <laughs> a little outdated. Yeah, it's come on. Like, let's spice it up. We're ne- we're letting gays in now. We got look, right. they should come out. Look, we got so many gay guys in here. It's a fucking gay club in church. Come on out. Send everybody out. Yeah. Noah's Ark. I don't know. Don't we don't even talk about it anymore. That stuff's weird. How can you explain how exactly it's a problem though, Dick? Like, They're saying dogs are going to heaven now. Did you read that? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the big combine in the sky where they mulch them up into dog food, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah. A lot of do- about two tons worth of dogs. How is it? A, it's a problem because um, I I would I would prefer the message to be <laughs> here. We go. <laughs> I would prefer it to be. Hey guys, we're all happy that you're here. But if you hear stuff like this, if you hear magicy stuff like this, it's not. It didn't. It's not true. Yeah. It's just just be on the lookout because you're gonna people are gonna try to sell you stuff 
based on magic. Well, sure, Dick, but the fundamental difference between uh, science and religion is Uh that religion can't be proven. It is faith-based. You have to believe in something. And if it's magic, if it's uh, supernatural, if it's that Jesus had powers to walk on water and heal the sick by touch, that's the part of the the religion that is incompatible with science. There is no proof. What are you talking about, though? Do we need that stuff, too? Get rid of all that stuff, too. Well, I mean, you know, different religions have different degrees of that magic mysticism, right? Yeah. So what's what's your problem with it? I mean, as long well, as people aren't using that to kill people, I sure. Try, yeah, I tried to look up, like, what, how fast the religions were growing. Right. And which one was beating which one. Oh, I think Islam's like number one, right? Yeah. 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 By how much? Do you know? No. Because oh, they all said they were the fastest growing. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. It's like, what's the fastest growing religion? The, the Google results were like, oh, Scientology, oh, Islam, oh, Mormons, Christianity's yeah. Right. yeah, Mormons, right on top. For years, I remember growing up my whole life, Mormons were the fastest growing religion in the world, but yeah, they're not. They're not. No. No. Yeah, so, um, okay, okay, Dick. Look, there's I, a lot of Christians. All I'm saying is, let's, let's just, can we just drop that part of it? How would it help anyone to drop that part of it, Dick? I don't know. It'd make everyone chill out a little more. Yeah. I think. Maybe don't we you should, think? You get you know, that feeling? Yeah, you know what? Let's maybe just make Christmas lights gray. Why don't we just make Christmas lights well, gray? That- Get rid of Santa. You have a problem with G- people believing Jesus was born from a virgin. You don't have no, any problem with Santa Claus? I don't think that many people actually believe in Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, I got That's a big difference. Yeah, you're not in touch with the spirit of Christmas, buddy. What's your next problem? <laughs> What's your last problem? My last problem, Dick. This is a big one, actually. This may be the biggest problem in the universe. Ugly sweater parties. You get invited to a lot of those? Ugly Christmas sweater parties. Yeah, man, all the time. Which, by the way, I got to thank uh, Randy Kean, uh, a big fan, a big longtime fan for suggesting this problem. Uh, and we, we actually owe debt gratitude say, to him. Uh, yeah, Randy, Randy's in the studio today. He's a quiet guy, so he doesn't have a mic. But he's actually, he played a major role in getting this podcast started. Uh, yeah, we when we recorded the original six episodes, we kind of shelved them and didn't do anything with them. And then Randy kept bugging me to send him some some uh, some of the uh, old episodes, and he loved them. So he got the fire under our ass to uh, start this up again. So thank yeah, you, Randy. Randy. Is this episode everything you thought it would be when you were bugging us to do this, talking about uh, Sony and virgin births and uh, what was my other one? You uh, that's no, you had uh, virgin births and getting guy. Oh, I guess Christmas presents in general was yeah. the problem. Now this is the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, this would be better than if we healed somebody in crutches. Listen to this, Dick. <laughs> ugly, I mean, do we need that? Ugly. Wait, yeah. Well, I gotta I gotta slip it in. Ugly Christmas sweater parties. Now there's no such thing as a Christmas sweater. Have you noticed that? Uh, they no longer exist. Those may have existed in the past, before the 90s, when people were still sincere and wore things like sweaters around Christmas for some purpose other than to be a condescending hipster douchebag. <laughs> the last time someone wore a Christmas sweater without it being in, an inside joke was the first Bush administration. Who exactly are you making fun of with your ugly Christmas sweater parties, huh, dickhead? Midwestern housewives? Good job. Way to make a statement against your grandma with your shitty Christmas party. The ugly sweater party has become a parody of itself, right? They're no longer a self-contained unit. It's become a parody. It's a pissing contest to find the most lame sweater you can get. These sweaters used to be cheap because nobody wanted them, right? That's why they were ugly sweaters. Now they're expensive because everyone wants them. They want the ugliest sweater they can find. The uglier it is, the more expensive it is. That's not true, though. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. You can get shitty sweaters at Walmart for like three bucks a pop. 
Dick. My whole family did our Christmas portrait with ugly sweaters. Yeah, but everything's cheap at Walmart. But if you if you try <laughs> okay, to find so you can or can't find them there, you definitely can. No, but you're not going to find the uglier they are, the more expensive they are. The ones that they they sell at Walmart oh, are mass see. produced. Yeah. So you want like you're talking about like a custom made quality ugly sweater. Exactly. Custom. Yeah. Okay. Which, All by right. the way, Dick, if you go to Amazon right now, literally just type in Christmas sweaters, you will find nothing but ugly Christmas sweaters, sure. and they're called ugly Christmas sweaters yeah. because that's all they manufacture anymore. Are these a thing anymore? Do they? Do, well, it's and, a style. Well, yeah, it used and to be. I don't think it's as I don't think it's as aggressive as you're making it. Like they're not shitting on their grandma's sweaters. They're just kind of like cutting loose. No, it, it, no, everybody's standing around with their red solo cups, swishing around their fucking Jack Daniels, and they're looking at each other in the eyes and with a wink and a nod, saying, "Hey, look how ironic and funny we're being. Aren't we so hilarious and cute, <laughs> making fun of the Midwest?" <gasps> no, fuckhead. God, but nobody wears these sweaters anymore. Maybe your grandma did. Oh, You're I, making fun of grandma. I don't know if they're thinking that. Now, these people aren't like these 80s bad guys from like a <laughs> shitty skating movie. Like, oh, out here, we rollerblade. We don't use skates. They're just like, it's fun to wear something ugly every once in a while. Why specifically ugly Christmas sweaters? Because you don't have to worry about what you look like. It's a big relief for some people, I think. It's something they're doing together. It's fun to do together. No, no, you didn't listen to the question. Why specifically ugly Christmas sweaters? Because you could do that anytime. Hey, guys, we're having an ugly clothes party. Just wear something ugly. That's different than ugly Christmas sweater. Ugly Christmas sweater is something very specific that comes from a very specific part of America, the Midwest. I don't know if that that's true. Well, of course it's true. The people in San Diego aren't wearing Christmas sweaters because it's fucking hot. They specifically wear ugly Christmas sweaters as a parody of something that people used to do in the Midwest. Nobody wears these anymore. Nobody makes them anymore. You mean you know I mean the Midwest like northern states and northern countries where it's cold. Not yeah. specifically the Midwest. Correct. Yeah. The yeah, northern, but every, everything northern. looked ugly. In the 80s and 90s. Like, all styles look ugly when you look back at them. Well, no, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily ugly. It's just uh, anachronistic. It's no longer relevant. Yeah, and they all looked weird because Christmas sweaters are so specific. It's usually something that was made for you or purchased for you. Right, but they weren't so over-the-top ugly. They were maybe just a a reindeer pattern or a snowman pattern. They were kind of goofy and fun. Now they're being obnoxiously ugly, intentionally ugly. (gasps) Oh, so what? It's fun. Great. Everything. Fun, Dick. Get a dog. <laughs> Feed it gourmet dog food. It's fun. Why not? Fuck it. It's fun. Fucking kowtow to terrorists. It's fun. You know, on Amazon they sell an ugly Christmas sweater kit. Men's make your own ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, and then Urban Outfitters, Hot Topic. If you just search for a Christmas sweater, all you can find are ugly Christmas sweaters, and they call them ugly by name. You can't buy a yeah. non-ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. What the fuck's the problem? Why can't Dick? If you wanted to go out and buy a Christmas sweater, say you, you're a sincere person. I know this is really hard for you. It's a stretch for you to be sincere. Okay. But imagine putting yourself in the mindset of someone who's sincere who just wants to buy a Christmas sweater. Right. You go to the store and you want to buy a Christmas sweater. Oh, lo and behold, it's all this tacky bullshit with reindeers and flashing lights and god-awful uh, color schemes and everything. They don't they, – you can't – it's a product that no longer exists because of ugly Christmas sweater parties. So they you're no fighting longer- for all the people who want to just wear a Christmas sweater in peace? Yeah. Is this you? Do you want to go to Nordstrom's and pick up like just a normal Christmas sweater <laughs> with plaid, like red and red and green plaid? You know, Dick, yes, actually. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's a problem. 
Because a couple for the last two years, and I think I may have time to do it this year too. I've done a Christmas special for my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and uh, last year was uh, a case for the Grinch. And when I went out to buy a sweater for this this episode, because I didn't want to buy an ugly Christmas sweater, because I didn't, I wasn't going to one of these horseshit parties. Right. I just wanted a, a Christmas sweater that evoked the spirit of Christmas without it also being a parody of Christmas. I just wanted to evoke that spirit, right? Something genuine. Something genuine. It was so fucking hard just finding a sweater. A normal sweater Mm -hmm. that looked like it could be a Christmas sweater, but also not a fucking ridiculous statement about grandma. Where'd you go? I went to a a vintage thrift store. Actually, a bunch of them. It was really hard to find. Seems like a breeding ground for, like, hipsters. A vintage thrift store in Hollywood. Well, I was looking for specifically a a sweater from, from like, the 90s before ugly Christmas sweater parties took over because you can't find them anymore. They don't don't make them. Were there not ugly Christmas sweaters in the 90s? Of course, man. Look at... Christmas movies before the 90s, right. people wore Christmas sweaters, and they just looked like red and green, and they had bells on them or snowflakes. They weren't necessarily obnoxiously ugly. They weren't, they weren't abrasive and caustic to your aesthetic. They were just kind of goofy Christmas sweaters. Like, who cares? You know what I want to see? I want to see if ugly Christmas sweater parties is a bigger problem than the whole virgin birth thing. Yeah. Well, I guess that'll be one for the vote to figure out which is the biggest problem in the universe, Dick. <laughs> You guys vote on these to figure out which is the bigger problem so we can figure out which one's the biggest. Is that it? You have anything else for that? Because we're out of time. Yeah, totally that's my whole, time. you know, I just feel deflated. I know you guys You guys are going to fucking vote this down along with Sony. You guys yeah, better not disappoint fun. me. It's fun to, like, uh, wear an ugly Christmas sweater. You, you hate fun things sometimes. I love fun things, Dick. Like what? Like video games. <laughs> I like video. <laughs> video games are fun. I like dogs. I do like dogs. I just don't want to own one because I don't want to carry dog shit around. Okay. Sean has a dog. Sean, ha- Sean has a great dog. I love his dog. I just don't want to carry his shit. Sean, no, nothing personal. I just don't want to carry You're big, tired of getting shit sex. on for hating dogs, aren't you? You're tired of getting shit on for hating dogs. I'm tired of stepping in dog shit. Oh, right. I'm, I'm tired of dogs biting me. I'm tired of, of people treating dogs like family. They treat, they treat dogs better than they treat me. Well, yeah. Consistently. Uh, you know, your dog is better than people you don't know to you. People know me. You know, they still treat me bad. My mom, with her gifts, I can't ever, I can't ever please anyone. Okay, that's it, man. Uh, that's my so my problems this week were Sony and ugly Christmas sweater parties. My problems are, I guess, Christmas presents. I'm not gonna just be getting guys Christmas presents now, right? Because yeah. you have apparently you have the opposite problem: getting Christmas presents for women. Yeah, guys so let's just get easy, getting Christmas presents, dude. If I got you a, a video game for Christmas, would you be disappointed or upset? No, of course not. And if I got you. Uh, a dress <laughs> and, an, and a two-person nice vacation to somewhere. Yeah. Would you be upset by that? No, well, with half of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but the vacation, man, I'll take a vacation any day. Anyway, guys, uh, stay tuned for the live show coming up the first or second week of January. It's super exciting. Vote on these problems on the website. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, my name is Jay and I'm a social worker from Western Canada. I get paid all right for what I do, uh, but because of where I live and what I do get paid, it's tough to always eat a balanced and healthy diet. There are days where I have tuna, ramen noodles, frozen vegetables, and to kind of keep myself in budget. If someone I'm talking to ever gloats about feeding their fucking dog a four-star meal that includes fresh fucking salmon, Mm -hmm. I can assure you the conversation will abruptly end because I figure it's probably hard to talk 
how can you get punched in the throat? <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> while visiting my friend today, I asked his dog if he felt that his diet was sufficient, mm-hmm. and he began licking his asshole. I guess his diet must be fine then. Thanks, guys. Great, great voicemail. Licking his asshole. Yeah. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a vet tech who agrees with you. Hey, Maddox. Hey, Dick. Um, my name's Willie, and I've been a vet tech for uh, almost seven years now. And I was calling about the gourmet dog food problem that Maddox brought in. Um, I've got to agree with Maddox that uh, high-end dog food is really all for the owner's peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes them feel good about themselves. Yep. They brag about it every single time they come into the hospital. Like, oh, my dog gets for. premium, you know, Where salmon or steak or whatever. Dick. And, uh, I said. <laughs> you know, it has a lot of veggies and Damn stuff it. like that. I mean, dogs are out in the wild uh, eating green beans and shit. I mean, yeah. uh, side note, they don't use other dogs in dog food. Usually yeah. it's uh, meat byproducts that people don't want um, mm-hmm. for the lower end stuff anyways. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Dick, go fuck yourself. Ah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll help you with that anytime. Love you guys. Oh. You're hilarious. Keep up the good work. Hey, Bye. Right. Wow. Ooh, Merry Christmas. I'll help you jerk off. <laughs> I'll take it. Help, help you fuck off. I can help you too, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with voicemails. <laughs> <laughs>